What's up, everybody? It's Group Text Podcast. Uh, I am Braxton Brown in Brooklyn, New York. Got Tia Brown in Somerville, South Carolina. Yo. Got Chris Hickman out in San Diego. Yo, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he's in between, in between homes. If you haven't listened to us before, uh, we just kind of talk about current events, pop culture, what's happening in the news world, in the music world, uh, and really whatever other kind of shit we want to talk about. Um, but we are either oh, Tia's my sister, Chris is my cousin. And, uh, yeah, we've been doing this for a while now. Um, this week, kind of a slow news week. Um, unless you watch CNN 24-7. Yeah, unless you, yeah, I guess that doesn't really, that doesn't really count. It's never really a slow news week, politically no, wise. Never, it's never slow when you got a fucking asshole as president. Yeah, when your president right. is a sociopath, there's never a slow news week, but, uh, I guess it was a good week if you like if you like TV or watch a lot of TV shows. I know everyone was uh, excited for Insecure to come back. Um, yes. I uh, well, I was listening to an episode of The Read, and like Crystal was like really big on, you know, she kept saying like, "Oh, there's gonna be like one big thing like in this episode that people are really gonna freak out about," and I don't really know. I guess it Maybe was. Maybe it was them sleeping together. Yeah. But not really. Yeah. I guess it was like the Lawrence thing. Um, at the end, I, I, I would. I guess I can give a spoiler disclaimer, but like if you haven't watched it by the time we post this, then like I, I don't know what you've been doing. I guess you just don't watch the show. So, but um, I don't know. I like this. Uh, there was like a lot of good scenes in this one. Um, you know, the Lawrence Hive was was in full effect on Twitter. Um. <laughs> he's gonna fall i promise uh yeah i don't know I'm... well he's gonna fall because he's gonna really mess up that other girl tasha she's just like a rebound though kind of right i know that but she doesn't think that yeah trust me i'm a female she doesn't think that she's a rebound she thinks well you can that... tell like, they give clues to that too uh, when she's talking about hanging out throughout the week and uh, uh-huh. him and his homeboy saying that um, he only hit her up Friday through Sunday, then he come back and spend a week in the house sleeping on like that blow up mattress. So they already given hints to what's about yeah. to happen. True, true. Um, yeah. I just don't know where this season is really going to go. Like, I don't, it seems like. I don't I don't know cuz like last season there was so much stuff going on in their relationship and I don't know I'm just kind of eager to see like where the writing goes this season because um I guess there's a lot of places where it could go I'm just not really sure like where it where it should go cuz it seems like the way that last season ended seemed it's like seemed so final to me it seemed like it would be like one of those shows that's like one season um, and like everything was was so final. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think. No, nah, I don't think everything was final. I think their relationships obviously final. I don't think they're ever gonna get back together. 
I think that was like the last like hit it and quit it type situation. Yeah. Then like they're gonna work on they're gonna eventually become cool, but if it ends at the end of the season with them getting back together, I don't see it. I think it's gonna eventually end with him messing up with Tasha and becoming single and then Issa and Lawrence becoming like cordial at, to a certain point to where they're cool and then maybe if it goes in the next season you see like their friendship develop a little bit more that's if I was writing it I feel like that's the more realistic way of writing it because ain't no way he's gonna get back with her but do you think a guy would be friends with a girl that cheated on him like that uh yeah I think it's possible I think it happens more often than not to be honest I, I just don't understand I will never understand it I just won't but that's just I me. I couldn't, but I'm a girl, so I don't know. Understand like people being friends with their exes? Well, not well, friend, but like I don't think I could ever be a friend of an ex after she cheated on me. I mean, shit happens. I I don't. I mean, it sucks and for a certain amount of you going It sucks for a certain amount of time, I guess. But I'm just saying, if she, if he didn't want to be her friend, I could totally see why. Because yeah, I mean, I would get that too. He, yeah, like she lied to him for a, like a while about it, and then she was kind of like, he was already feeling had like low self esteem about his situation. So I I, just, like, yeah, I was about to say when I say friends, I don't mean like they're gonna be just kicking it all the time. I just mean more like they might get closure. Yeah, closure. Yeah. Be cordial, um, just shit like that. They're gonna have to find a way to make it work, or to a certain point for the show. Yeah. Or it's just like two different two different stories in one show. It's gonna be Lawrence's yeah. story, and it's gonna be Issa's story, and they're gonna have to find a way to combine that if they don't find a way to make them like interact somehow. Yeah, because I seen like there was so much a part of the show last season that was just like solely like about them, and obviously there was like the other smaller storylines of like Molly, but she, but like her storyline wasn't even like I, I feel like her story is gonna be more prevalent this season. Yeah, uh, I kind think of she's a, trying to like alongside like, Issa. Yeah, yeah. Though so I think all the girls are gonna be. More prominent. More prominent, yeah. Because how many guys were even in last season? It was Lawrence and then the dude that she cheated on him with. Like, was that it, basically? No, and then Lawrence Tiffany's husband. Boy. Tiffany's husband. All the guys Molly hooked up with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot, though. I forgot it how it even ended with. Remember, she um, she, she wanted to go. Remember the guy. She showed up drunk he, at his place or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then. It's already said this season's going to be mostly about her getting back in, like, the. Yeah, and Issa World. said that he's not on the show this season, so like he's not even a factor. Nah, gotcha. So, yeah, this season's gonna be about her in the dating world. They're gonna introduce, obviously, they're gonna introduce a shit ton of characters. I don't know. She didn't say anything about the dude who she cheated on with been in the season. I would assume he is. In he, the season. I saw him on like the, like on like they do like a future episode thing was gonna, and he was definitely on there. So he's definitely gonna be on this season. So I just yeah. I think it'll be gonna... interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, the show is real though. Like 
I can't. This I was telling April, I was like, that's not a show I can go back and watch because it's kind of, it's like as a female, it's hard to watch. Dude, that <laughs> like God, I know how she. Not that I've ever cheated, but like when y'all like in that breakup phase and all that stuff, like yeah. I know how she feel. Yeah, April's like she messed up. He messed up her week. I was like, he messed up her damn year. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be more than a week. <laughs> because, yeah, I watched, because the last season, the first season I watched, like, literally, like, three days after, I think, I was, like, going through my breakup, like, towards the end of last year. So that show was, like, very triggering for me uh, mm-hmm. on way too many levels. And like I said, like, I, like, I didn't cheat or anything like that. It wasn't triggering on that level, but like just on like the stuff that they would be arguing about and and like like just the name of the show in itself, you know, insecure. insecure yeah. Like you, like yeah, I mean, it's you so really real. think, yeah, like dealing it's with so it, real, dealing with insecurities yeah, in a relationship. Like obviously, the cast is like black, uh, black as fuck, but it breaks down barriers because mm-hmm. every but it's like black people I we talk would know. to. It's like black people we would know. It's like situations we've all been in. Like it's so. Oof. But every single person I talk to can relate, though. That's it's more relationship driven mm-hmm. than than race driven. Yeah. Shit, yeah. That shit happens in interracial relationships. That shit happens in pure white relationships. That shit happens in pure black relationships. Whatever is, it breaks down like the barriers of race. That's why everybody I talk to can relate, whether. They're, if they watch the show, they can relate because right. everybody's been through that shit, and everybody has like, for the most part, those like if those same group of friends that mm-hmm. are like you're talking to about relationships, like you know the person that supports it, like Molly, not really supported, but is always there. And then you have like the ones who you don't really. Need Tell to talk. all your business yeah. too, but they know. <laughs> but they know, and like yeah. the big girl on the show, I can't ever remember her name, but she's one of the ones that's like always going to keep the party going. She doesn't really need to hear about the relationship all the time, this and that. Like, it's it's a good dynamic. Yeah. And that's yeah. what, guy or girl, you have those kind of friends. They haven't really, like Lawrence's friend is spot on. The guy he's living yeah. with now? Yeah. 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 There's always that guy. Yeah. It's just, it's funny because, again, especially if you've, like, just gone through a breakup and you're watching that show. Like, for me, I was watching it with, I feel like, a totally different set of eyes or something. I don't know. It was, it was like, one of those things where I was like, I wonder if things would have gone differently had I watched this show before, like, I ended my last relationship. Because stuff was, like, hitting way too close to home for me, and I was just like... Watching this show really just, like, made me think, you know, the only, like, you like, it seems like just be, I don't know, I would say, like, be honest in a relationship. Like, that's, like, the only way that you will overcome any type of insecurities that you have or, like, whatever, mm-hmm. or thinking about stuff. But also watching this show and watching what she did, I was just, like, it's, like, also just deepened my sense of, of, of like, doubt. Um, yeah, you know, like you just never really know, you know. Yeah, because he never thought. Yeah, but he never did shit either. He's not like he can't be absolved of any fault in this. Like, 
obviously he's trying to get whatever he is off the ground, but every time she would come home, this nigga's sitting in the apartment watching TV yeah. in his damn boxes, playing video games or whatever he's doing. Um, so you can sit there and tell her that you're out looking for this, you're trying to get this off the ground, that off the ground, but when she comes home and see that you're just sitting on the couch all day, every day, and you're home every time she get home, how's she supposed to believe that she was trying to do this and that? Right, right. right. Yeah, and that's uh, someone that I know was talking about that, how like she was like, well, Lawrence, like he wasn't doing shit. I mean, I was like, well, that doesn't, like, she should have broke, broke up with him. Right. Yeah. That's what she should have did. And, but, I mean. She did. I mean, she did. She got she caught did. up. She, yeah, she clearly loved Lawrence, but she got caught up in the moment. And yeah. that's, I think that's forgivable on the outside looking in. I think that shit happens more often than not, too. Whether it's. Most when it comes down to that type of stuff, it's probably mostly girls that are cheating for that reason. Then I would say the other way around, because dudes gonna cheat, because dudes gonna cheat. Yeah, niggas gonna nig. Well, I think it's different. How I guess some people say, you know, there's a difference between like cheating physically and emotionally. And like, I would argue that probably like emotionally cheating is probably way worse than mm-hmm. physical cheating. Although, I, like, uh, again, I think I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm a terrible liar. So I'd be bad at doing either one, really. Um, which I think is why I, I guess you can't say never cheat. I can't say like, I would never cheat. Like, I honestly don't think that I would just because I'm too bad of a liar. Um, but it seemed like, like for her, it seemed like a mix of both things she was doing. Like it seemed a little bit emotional and kind of physical, like, yeah, but I think like after she did it, she, and then like, I guess Lawrence started adding whatever she did feel bad and she did have remorse and she tried to be like, dude, like we can't, I don't know if she like, when I think about like cheating emotionally, I think it wasn't like she was blowing dude up. They were on the phone for hours and shit like that. That's what I think of cheating emotionally. And I think of her like telling all Lawrence's business to like. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Uh, I think his name was Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Like that's more emotional cheating to me. Like telling if she was sitting there talking to Daniel, telling Daniel about Oh, this nigga ain't shit. Like, he's sitting at home. Every time I come home, he in his boxes watching TV. He's telling me he's doing all this and that. And that seems like more emotional, a part of, like, emotional cheating to me than her just inviting him to, like, hang. Like, not, like, hang out, but yeah. it didn't seem she was, like, how can I put this? So she did invite him to do certain things but it was more of like it was, hey i re- i like i really need this person to come help me out at like yeah my, it was like safe spaces yeah that's what I'm whenever for. they actually did have sex it just kind of happened yeah and that just was just like timing issue right there right so she went to the studio to lay down the track or whatever and then that just kind of while they're there that just kind of like happened she i don't think down that, the track. 
<laughs> I still I think, think though emotionally cheated and for what I would say would be emotionally cheating. Yeah, I guess what I think emotionally cheating is it's more or less kind of what Chris said is like telling your partner's business to another guy, but also I mean, I guess it's kind of that. Or it's like sharing things that you normally should be sharing with your partner, but you're not. You're sharing them with someone else. Right. Um, type of thing. So, yeah. you know, I heard someone say, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you can still be a shitty, like you can be a shitty partner even if you're faithful, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And like sometimes that can be worse. That's even worse. Yeah. And that's like what I I feel like what I've learned. Like just because you're not cheating on someone still doesn't make you like a great boyfriend or girlfriend. Like if you're not listening to the other person. Um yeah. you know. Period. So that's um whatever advice in itself. But say that again. I said sometimes cheating makes people wise up too. Sometimes you just gotta cheat. <laughs> As I was gonna say, are we, Beyonce. Beyonce, are we quoting Jay Z on that? <laughs> yeah, if Beyonce will take you back, then, then I don't know. I guess that's different. They have kids and shit. So Beyonce getting cheated on, all y'all getting cheated on. Oh man, I'm just trying to respect you women out here. Franks <laughs> is a good guy, ladies. <laughs> Was that that one? The one gift that Chris sent me one time, where it's like. There's some there's some women at this party that need to be respected, and then it just cuts to like the car like weaving in and out of traffic. <laughs> it's so hard. Like, I, maybe it's because I've become more aware of of like how much women really hate men to to come off in that gray area is whatever. Not uh, to come off basically is not so like. It's just weird walking around New York. I see like dudes gawk at women all the time now. It's like, it's so like it's crazy. Uh, like women are objectified like every like two seconds, and like I brought like I know I probably yeah, stare at girls like all the time. Yeah, we the mall Saturday yeah. just walking, and like this these group of girls walk by this man. Now, meanwhile, he's with his children. But these girls walk by in like these little skimpy outfits. Of course, he looked, and I was like, "Men are dogs until the day they die." <laughs> but like, like of he course, was with his kids, and he's looking at these other girls. Yeah, I mean, like you're always gonna look like I'm always gonna look at girls. I can see a girl, but like I remember one time I was walking with my ex, and this dude literally stopped, turned around, and just and with me just standing there, and he was just like looking her up and down, and I I I literally outside I was like, "Dude, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, and. He, it was crazy, but I I see dudes do that every single day. It's crazy, it's really crazy. Um, yeah, but I have no comment. <laughs> That's not saying it's not like I've never been like looked at a girl and like holy shit, like you know. I just um, na- we've gotten kicked out of the club because Chris looked at somebody's girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, I'm not saying that we all haven't done it or don't do it, but. But I've just, just become don't be so damn obvious. Yeah, I've been more cognizant of like seeing people do it, and it's and it's just like holy shit, like zero shame at all. So, Imagine how the girl feels. Well, that's I mean that's kind of where I've been putting myself. Like, like they like that happens in them so much all the time. It's no wonder that every girl, anytime a guy comes up and talk to her, like 
Yeah, you get tired. Like if your game ain't on, ain't on. Why don't you smile, baby girl? No, you're like the 14th person to say that to me today. You're like the 12th person to say some. Like I'm in gas stations all day with like drunk old men, so you can imagine the shit that I've heard. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. This man told me one day he was like, "You so fine, I kiss your daddy." What? No, that is not what I want to hear today. I was like. I gotta go. Yeah, girl, you look good, girl. Yeah, no tea. It's ten o'clock in the morning. You buying a six pack? Like, what are you doing? Well, that's a yeah. But you gotta call him sir and make him feel old. That's That's what I do. That's how I shut that shit down. I be like, no, sir. (laughs) I get it. Like, trust me, I get it. Like, I, I bet it's wild, annoying, and. But like it's just when you walk past like a like a girl's walking past and you're walking and you see like the dude in front of you like turn around and then like you're like trying not to turn around. But <laughs> yeah, you're so, you're and it depends on who does it and how it's done. Like if a younger, not if a younger guy said he would kiss my dad, but if like you know somebody I was attracted to like not stared at me or gawked, but like you know, caught my eye or something like that. That's totally different, but. Yeah, and also saying, hey, yo, red dress is a little different from saying, yo, I think you're. Yeah, I love your, I always get the, I love your hair. That's how they get me. But see, that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, now I I see, well, it's funny because like, obviously like girls, they want to be complimented or whatever. Like maybe they don't, I don't know, but. Like starting a, I can see how like starting a conversation or going up to a girl just by like complimenting them first or whatever. Like I don't know. It's just, it's just you don't have to always start with like looks. Like right. obviously, if you're talking to me like you think I'm pretty or like you think find me somewhat attractive, so you don't have to go there. Like that's why I, I do like when guys are like, oh, I love your hair or something like not about like. I mean that is physical, but it's not like. God, you're so beautiful. Or, right. Because you know, like I had to come talk to you with your fine ass. Like, no. <laughs> right. Because inherently, if you're going up to talk to a girl, it's like it's and you don't know them. I would say depending on the setting, isn't it kind of inherent that you must find them? I, I don't know. That sounds kind of bad to say I, as well. Because, I don't know. Like, I get I get what you're saying as far as like you would think they would think that you find them attractive to a certain point um but then like you just get those situations where some girls no matter what are gonna be like standoffish and you're trying to like break the ice by saying something that'll get her to communicate with you or have some kind of conversation with you um and you just can't like sometimes it's just hard to walk up and be like I guess the first thing you can say is, hey, what's your name? But then you get girls that think that's fucking lame for someone. <laughs> right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Your game has got to be A1. There's really no middle ground. Like, I've never, because you, like, every day you're on the I subway. Tell her feet pretty. What? You, you say, tell her her, her feet's pretty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. That's a pretty Oh. <laughs> I've never gone up to a girl on the subway and been like, oh, this or that. Uh, but I saw this girl, like, it was like a few weeks ago, and I waited till we were, like, off the subway. And I was like, hey, like, what's your name? 
and whatever she told me her name's like hey i'm braxton like you live in the neighborhood blah 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 and and then i was like hey like if you live in the neighborhood like you want to go out sometime she was she was she was like thank you for not being like really creepy like that was really nice but i'm seeing someone whatever whatever like that was kind of it so like Aww. i feel like well, that was, well you did good yeah she because she was like she was like she was like oh like that was like really nice and not creepy and i was like well that's good i guess but and then I yeah. ended up running into her like three days later in a bar or restaurant, which was kind of funny. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, there's like no easy way to do it, I guess. But she'll remember you, and she's not seeing anyone. Yeah, or nine just... times out of ten, she won't be seeing somebody for long. <laughs> right, <laughs> I know, <laughs> and that's a fact. Yeah, she had a name that was really hard to Google though, so I couldn't really stalk her like at all. So. Damn. I mean, that's probably the hardest. That's the by far, I think, the hardest part of um, the ice relationship. Yeah. It's yeah, just coming off as not creepy. Like starting it, like yeah. trying to figure out how to like court this person without coming off as like too strong, without coming off as like too creepy, without sending back to back texts, and yeah. trying to do pretty much anything not to like scare. You have yeah. it's kind of like you're trying to be yourself. But you're also trying to like play it cool too. Right, right. Yeah. You know how many times I've matched so with someone kind of on a, a dating app situation. and like sent them a message and just never heard anything? Cause like, if, like, if you just don't say the, ex the exact right thing, then they're just like not gonna, then they're just not gonna reply back. And then at the same time, girls are just like, you know, they say, oh, I can't find anyone. It's like, it's like you could have like 80 unread messages that you never replied back to because someone didn't take one smart quippy thing you know it's like yeah that's why i really fucking hate dating apps because join that club you know i guess i, never, I just get uh -oh. on tinder when i get bored the other day well i wasn't even on it my friend he got on it for me and he was swiping and some guy like hit me up was like let's take our sexual frustrations out on each other i was like i gotta delete tinder. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, he didn't even say hey or nothing like i was like well then you're easily getting deleted like no yeah dudes are wild on there but then i'll like i'll look through like my friend she'll be swiping on hers and i'll see these dudes and i'm like man these dudes are lames <laughs> is this yeah. is this my competition again like i think we've talked about this before i just don't think i don't know i guess step one is be attractive i don't know if i'm i don't think i'm like a terrible looking person maybe i'm not photogenic or something or maybe i feel like just black dudes in general just don't really do that great on dating apps um but maybe that's just me projecting but um <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know. It's just, I'd rather meet somebody just randomly. Like, I re it's really hard for me to stick to talking to somebody I met on a dating app. It's like, I'm I'm in that weird stage where I'm, like, not totally committed to the online dating because I'm yeah. a little old, not older, but yeah, I just still find it kind of weird. Yeah. I never really used, like, I used Tinder for maybe all of three days, and I was like, all right, this is kind of whack. I just get on there when I'm feeling ugly, so people can tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> you can tell me I'm pretty on Tinder, but like not in person. <laughs> uh, ego boost, you know it is. Yeah, what it is. I feel like everyone needs like a little ego boost every now and again. Every now and then. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Insecure gets the show gets me thinking about all of those things, and it does make it like watching the show like makes you want to. Well, I don't know. I guess depending on the episode, probably either makes you want to go out and try to date people, or you're like, fuck that, I'll just be alone and be cool with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's actually what helps with the show, though. I think it it does like promote relationships, but it also pro- it shows you like the issues and then most of the issues stems from insecurities on one side of the coin either it's the from the man or the woman or both or both yeah right. that's what that's part of like the uh perks of relationships that's also part of the down downfalls of it because soon as some kind of insecurity creeps in that's not like dispelled instantly then yeah therefore your your relationship is in trouble yeah. yeah, and that's hard for, you know, that's and it's hard for people to talk about too. That's another thing. Um, <laughs> it's hard right. for people, whether you're dating somebody or not to be vulnerable, and that's another issue or challenge with relationships. Everybody wants to put on that they're okay. Yeah, that everything is okay when it's really not. Instead of just talking about it, they want to carry on like Issa did. Like, yeah. Saying like flick shit and then kind of stepping away from it and like the show's spot on. Like she says she's probably not, she has a certain amount of seasons that she wants to do it. I don't see it going more than four seasons. Um, Yeah, I was going to say like three, but four max definitely. It would not be able to go longer than that. Unless, yeah, it just, I don't think it would be able to go on longer than that, but Nah, it won't. And this kind of okay. So, me and Chris were arguing about the writing and power, and I think if you just transitioning from insecure to power, there's no real way to do that. But you were saying how the writing was like really good in the or better in the first few seasons than this last season. And my whole thing, my whole thing about this is and i don't know if you listened to that pod earlier so you listen they were kind of talking about the same thing it's like if you want the story to be if you want power to be more about the storyline then any character should be expendable and it shouldn't and like then it shouldn't revolve around just ghost and tommy and the reason that thrones or like a lot of other shows can like do a whole storyline is because there's a ton of characters to kind of move in and out and they're like past the point now they can't really do that like the show is too centered around ghosts to like really get rid of him i think you know so like the writing is just gonna suffer because of that yeah i'm not saying you obviously you can't get rid of ghosts you can i think it's possible that you can get rid of tommy um, but I feel like he's like everyone's favorite part of the show. I think, yeah, I think people like Tommy. I don't really care for Tommy that much. And the reason why I don't care for Tommy, Tommy's one of those dudes, if you were really into the streets, he's one of those dudes that, to me, he's too much of a hothead. Too yeah, much he's going to end up getting you killed. Too much of a liability. So right. he's reckless. Like his whole personality is reckless. So Tommy he was fine to me until like this season. I feel like he's like really go. He's really losing it. Like 
Yeah. He was reckless last year. Yeah, he was definitely he reckless. Was. He was. He <laughs> was. Uh, spoiler no, alert. Like, if you haven't cool. watched Power yet, you're probably going to hear some spoilers here. So if you haven't listened, That's... you should probably, or watch, you should probably move yeah. ahead. But, um, Fast forward, but that's one of the things that makes him a good street person. That's why he handles the street, and that's why Ghost keeps him away from the business, because he is um, crazy reckless, so he would be one of those ones that he could either survive for 15 years, 20 years on the streets, or he can be killed in five years, or even (laughs) shorter time. Or go to jail. Yeah, any day. I feel like he'll get killed before he go to jail, though. Yeah, you can make Tommy expendable because of that. Um, I just think my whole issue with it this season is that they're rushing, they're rushing the writing kind of, and is it, it really is exposing how bad the yeah. acting is. The the <laughs> fact that literally everyone thought that Ghost was dreaming when all that shit happened with yeah. um, Charlie Murphy. Oh yeah. Because like I was like, there's no way they would do like, why are they doing this right now? The whole and like the whole cleanup scene after that was just like okay, not like bullshit. it was such bullshit. And the dude, yeah, like the dude came up with the idea so quick. Yeah, like, seriously. Yeah, you literally just killed, walked in on somebody killing the police officer. <laughs> yeah, and now you're be like, well, let's just kill this guy and make it look like he did it. What? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and that's what I mean by that. Like the first three seasons. Yeah, Game of Thrones would have dragged that out. Yeah, true. Or the, like any show, but right, like we were saying, it's more like a soap opera. Like they just quick, quick, quick. It's over. But it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It was still like that soap. That was more like a SVU type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Situation like yeah, like, like some BS like uh, crime show that comes on, like Fox or TNT or something like that. That was like that was more yeah. like. Well, you would have thought they would have dragged it out more because that's like, oh, that's huge what he did. Like, oh my God, like that guy's got him by the balls now. Like he's got to do whatever this guy's. I just felt like they, it wasn't impactful because I really think everybody was still waiting at the end for him to wake up. (laughs) And give us a little bit more back. Like maybe I don't remember. Braxton, you could probably speak to this because you just watched all the shows. Um all the episode seasons pretty um, mm-hmm. recently, but uh, give us a little bit more background as far as like Tommy's dad, like what exactly his dad was like doing back in the day, yeah. like how he doesn't know his, this is what Game of Thrones would have done. Yeah. And then yeah, they would have start like they never even mentioned Tommy's dad. I feel like ever. Oh, and okay. Then he's like, but I heard another theory, though, that maybe it's not his dad. Maybe that guy killed his dad. And I think that's what they're trying to figure maybe. out. But there still was no mention that I can remember of Tommy's dad. Maybe when he was talking to his mom one day that we can't remember. But there was still, like, no kind of mention of his dad in the yeah. previous three seasons that would make you... Like, Game of Thrones would have had it to where you would be like, oh, shit, and, like, connecting the dots. There's yeah. not even any dots to connect. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> right. It's, all of a sudden, season four, we have a mention of Tommy's dad, who Tommy never even mentioned before, I don't think. And then this guy yeah. in jail, maybe Tommy's dad, or have some connection to Tommy's dad who knows yeah. that. 
Ghost and Tommy are friends and huge drug. Deal. Like, come on. Yeah. That's, I, that's what I mean by lazy writing. David, yeah, my I, roommate, who, you know, knows, he's like a movie savant and shows and just knows a lot about TV shows and movies. He just started watching. Um, <laughs> I think he's on, I think he's on like episode six maybe of the first season but he was saying he likes tommy because he's the only one that that has fun on the show everyone else is yeah you know, he is like the comic relief yeah in some most interesting but not even that he's just like the only one like out doing crazy shit and he was saying how he hates james because like why does like why do people feel sorry for him or feel like he needs to succeed because like he's like dating two he's like married he has a woman on the side like why are we supposed to, like, foremost, like why are we supposed like to feel black man? Yeah, but like why are we supposed to feel bad for him? I know. And I he's know, like this I rich know. guy who owns a club, and he's like, why are we like why are we supposed to feel bad for him at all? Yeah, that is crazy because like you literally spend the first three seasons hating him because yeah. of the whole Angela shit, and then he go to jail, and you're like. Oh, free ghost. That's the part that that's part of the writing that makes it good though. The reason why people feel bad for him because you realize that all he wants to do is like go straight. Like he doesn't necessarily want to be in the drug game that he much. Just but he's been he, in it so long. But he's been in it so long and he's in it so where he can fund and get enough cachet to fund his clubs, etc. Yeah. And then to like get out of it eventually so you kind of like relate to, he's a little relatable in that instance yeah. to where he wants to go from dirty money to clean money jay-z <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah by far so the sure. best character is kanan like by far i hate him and every single time he's really on die. camera he just has like mad quotables <laughs> yeah. every single time he's on camera uh but i feel like 50 cent is basically he's just like playing himself so i think i told y'all this but I met his stylist this weekend because she's like friends with one of my friends who went to college. And I was like, what is he? I was like, is he like that? Like, you know, just in real life. And she was like, she was saying how they were somewhere um, uh, at the BET Awards, I think, maybe. Um, and it was like she had like picked out a bunch of stuff for him to wear or whatever. And um, I guess it was them. It was like her. 50 and like i guess like uh was it lloyd banks and then like chris brown and a bunch of his people and and she was saying how like after she had like laid out all the stuff or whatever to pick like he brought he like called her he like called her name her name was aaron he's like aaron like come out here and then he said or she said that like he was just like making like mad fun of like all like like some of the shit that he had like picked out or whatever he's like he's like look at the stuff this girl picked out for me or whatever he was like doing it like in a joking way like in a way yeah. that you can imagine like Kanan doing it but she said he like does that shit like all the time but like he's just like he's like I mean you can tell by his Instagram and Twitter like that's who he is. yeah exactly he's like always cracking jokes why okay people were making like a big deal about Rick Ross following him on Instagram. I don't know they why. Do they have a beef? Their baby, something to do with their baby mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. they don't like each, or they didn't like each other from what oh, I was okay. Because I saw, um, I don't know, I just saw people on Twitter making a big deal about that, and then I also saw like Meek Mill said he squashes beef with Fifty Cent too. Um, but um, yeah, you know that? yeah, I didn't know. Well, I think 
I think that was right after all the back to back stuff. I remember Fifty like somehow getting himself into that because of course he oh, would. Oh yeah, he always um, does. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was. I feel like he's just playing himself. So his all of his quotables, mm. man, they're fucking golden. Just the oh no, your father. He definitely he did that shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He guilty as fuck. <laughs> Just the way God, that... I hate Tyreek so much. <laughs> oh like my he God. is one of the dumbest That like that, the writing I, I, for him they're is trying to make us hate him. They're doing a damn good job of that writing. <laughs> yeah. He might be new Joffrey. Yeah. Seriously. He is so stupid. Oh. But he's just stupid. Like Joffrey was like hateful and evil and like thought he was smart yeah Tariq like, is Tyreek just an idiot Joffrey yeah. has some comic relief sometimes too though yeah Tyreek is not funny I hope his sister beat the hell out of him one day <laughs> oh God. yeah I don't understand um but you know it is what it is I'm we're halfway I guess we're halfway through the season now right this is up this was episode five so I don't know what my my predictions are I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say my predictions yet, but I, I think I think because uh, I think because Julio saw Kanan like it's a wrap for him. So Julio, yeah, Julio's probably out of here. Yeah, I think it's a wrap oh, yeah. for him. I feel like Lala's probably going to be gone soon too, but that's that's my guess. That's my guess. That's uh, a wrap for TV. Yeah, I think that's a wrap for TV. We didn't really. The, the Thrones is good. Euron came back. <clears throat> Dude knows how to make a fucking entrance. Just step down that on the boat. That was crazy. It's uh, a beast. I like Euron. Reek He's is, probably the Reek most is back, I guess. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think this next episode, because the next episode is called The Queen's Justice, so I'm pretty yeah. sure some shit is going to go down. I think, this, I think this is about to be. This is my prediction for Thrones. This is going to be Cersei's only win, only major win of the season. And that major win is going to be her killing um, uh, the Dorn lady because, yeah. not the Dorn, is it Dorn? Yeah. Yeah. Her killing the Dorn mom because she deserves to kill the Dorn mom because the Dorn and mom. And her daughter. Uh, they well, they already, oh, they're already dead. Or is there still one alive? No, there's still one left. Oh, okay. I just listened to a cast of Kings. Uh, yeah, well, she deserves to kill. She deserves to kill them. So she'll get that win, and then I don't see. Oh well, I don't see much left. I if Euron doesn't kill um, his niece, then Euron's gonna get killed by his niece. That's just the way it's gonna work. I'm surprised he didn't kill her already, but that's what evil people do. Like they, he's like. He's conceited, like he has his. He knows Theon's not dead, so I can see Theon coming and saving his sister after being a punk and running away. So I can see him linking up with somebody to go save his sister, and then they're going to end up killing Euron. This is, I think, this is um, Cersei's only win. I can see that, which is why it's called the the Queen's whatever. Queen's Justice, yeah, I can see that. That's our only justice. What else? That's my I mean, theory. What else would our justice at, be? After they die, after the women from Dorne die, if they die in this next episode, I mean, basically after that, anyone who dies at this point is a major character. 
Like there's yeah. not there's not any like and small people that go off of me. Yeah, so shit is definitely about to hit the fan, but I'm ready. Bring it on. Um uh, Arya's going home, thank God. But that's all I got to say. Yeah, I love when she saw her wolf. Oh, yeah. yeah her wolf was like... That's what I mean by bringing shit back. We yeah. haven't seen that damn wolf since the first season. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah, and that's she crazy. said, like, she, when she said, um, that's not you or whatever, like, that was a conversation that she had with her dad in the first season. Yeah. yeah when so he was saying, like, you're going to be a wife one day, and he was she was like, that's not me. And then when Nymeria left, she was like, that's not you. Like, they're, this show is good. They're bringing back so much shit that, like, oh, my God. They that's closed a- every open door that they opened up from one through one season one through season seven. They have closed pretty much every open door. Except who the fuck was that guy that just randomly gets on the boat and floats away in the ocean? Like, is Theon going to run into him in the ocean? Is that how they're going to close that loop? You know what I'm talking about? Um, I I don't know. I can't fucking remember his name. But basically, you mean Gingery, the one that's really King Barat. Yeah, don't yeah, don't they yeah. just like send him he's off on the boat? He's supposed to come back. Yeah, he's supposed to come back this season. Yeah, that's that's what it. I read. Okay, because so. that was just that's like the that's like the one open thing that they never that they never gone. I don't even know what season that was in, like season three or something. Oh no! Um, oh, buddy, save him from. Uh, <laughs> From Melisandre killing him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Davos. Davos. Yeah, Davos. yeah, yeah. He saved him from Melisandre killing him, and he put him on that boat. Yeah, and we just haven't seen him since. No. So yeah. they definitely need to close that one. But um, yeah, you know, Thrones. I'm pretty sure next, like I said, I think next week's gonna be like a big episode. Well, he's too. the one who knows how to make like swords and shit, right? Didn't he? Then he wasn't he making like Valerian steel swords when like Ned went and found him at first. I can't I can't remember. Yeah, it's been too many seasons. It's been too many seasons. Yeah, Um, we'll see. They'll they'll show it all in the opening scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The other thing, yeah, I think that's all the TV talk. Um. Being. Well, I tweeted something earlier today, and Chris hit up the group chat about it, and it was basically Rick Ross. He was on the it was a Breakfast Club. He was on right, um, yeah. and he was giving an interview, and he was talking about basically they were talking about him. Was it was it signing female artists or working with female artists? They never really said audio. I think Angela Lee Yee just asked him. She said, "Why uh, would you sign a female rapper?" Yeah, why there's no female rapper signed to MMG, or have you ever thought about signing a female rapper to MMG? And and basically, I mean, I'll read the quote, and it's whatever. Like, he was saying this in a jokingly way, like, when I listened to it, but I still have my opinion on it, but I'll read off what, what he said. He said, you know what? I never did it because I always thought, like, I would end up fucking a female rapper and fucking the business up. And while he's saying this, he's laughing, but... I'm so focused on my business. I just, I got to be honest with you. You know, she's looking good. I'm spending so much money on her photo shoots. I got to fuck a couple of times, end quote. Now, while he's saying that, it's not like one fluid thought. He's like stopping. No, he's like laughing. They're laughing or whatever. But, But like he's still basically saying that he won't sign a female rapper because he's scared he's, that he'll end up, 
fucking her or whatever. And like, I, I don't and know. You don't this... watch Love and Hip Hop enough to know not to do it. <laughs> I think like, I so. This I see what he's saying. He just said yeah. it kind of like. He said it rough. But this is yeah. about to be a loosely placed word for me saying this. I kind of like respect the honesty in that because he's not going to put himself in a situation where he's signed this female rapper and he's, which obviously you're an asshole if you sign some female rapper and you think just because you're spending yeah. money like her tours and all that, that you got to have sex with her. But I mean, yeah, he was fine until he said that thing in the end. I got him. Yeah, but that, what? I think at the end was wild joking. But I think um, the I think the issue, or not even the issue. I think I kind of admire because he was just talking about like how he wouldn't put himself in that position because he know that he's pretty much not ready for that to be honest. And instead of getting the situation where he's gonna be sexually harassing people. Or but, then he's just kind of like avoiding it. He just said it rough. I mean, he said it rough or whatever, but I'm still trying to find the best way to articulate this. But like, dude, you're running a fucking label. Like, how hard is it to, to not just have sex with someone that you've just hired to rap on the label? Like, that's like that kind of goes back to what I was talking earlier about how women just like objectify whatever, like right off the bat, like just because like. He's basically kind of, I don't know, it's just like automatically assuming that because, I don't I just think it's fucked up that he can't just hire a woman and not think about, like, think about Kanye who runs a label, good music, like, you, like, he, I don't think, he, he's never been like, oh, I can't hire a girl, I can't have women on the label because I'll fuck them. That's ignorant. But yeah, I mean, what you said was ignorant, but. I mean, the thought process behind it, even if he had good, yeah, it, like, just because you have good intentions or yeah. it's admirable to say or whatever, like, like even though you're being honest about something, doesn't make it right, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's right. I'm not saying he's wrong either. I'm just saying, like, obviously he knows his limitations and maybe he's not, like, mature enough yet to be able to work around a female rap artist who he said he specifically said looks good who looks good without thinking about possibly having sex with her and he don't want to subject himself to that environment he don't want to really probably don't want to subject her to that environment um to to that certain extent because if he does sign a female rap artist and He's trying to like hit on her all the time, this and that, uh, because he doesn't, he can't control himself. Which I'm not saying it's okay that he can't control himself. Uh, as an adult, you would feel like, listen, all right, it's time. Sometimes you just gotta grow up. Yeah, because in he, the next breath, he was like, "I'm about my business." Well, obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So what because he's about his business, like as far as he said, "I'm about my business. I'm focused on myself," like. I don't like it's it's hard like you said it's hard because I get what y'all are saying too but I also kind of get what he's saying as far as 
I, yeah. I can't subject myself to that because if I do, then. But then he's already been in trouble for saying the whole oh, yeah. Molly and like, your drink. Yeah, thing. yeah, but that's like, that's clear. Like that's a little different, though. That's a little bit yeah. more severe. But he should watch what he say based on that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, it's crazy. I mean, it's what he's doing though. He is kind of watching, not really what he's saying, but he's watching what he's doing. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like not putting himself in a situation that he knows wouldn't work for him because he would eventually. What it sounds like, he feels like eventually he'd be accused of sexual harassment because he really would. But <laughs> yeah. then he he also should have said like right. he also messed up when he was like, "I'm paying for the photo shoots and she looking all good." Like just because you pay for a photo shoot, like she gotta have sex with you. Like I know he probably didn't think about it that deep, but like that's kind of how it like that's kind of how it came off a little bit. Like he so said I'm a, that. I'm gonna throw this out there. What? All right, so what's the difference from us going on, like, dates with girls, paying for, like, food and shit, and then, like, thinking, like, all right, man, maybe next time. Well, like, because that's his employee. It's yeah. Like, I you have to think you. about this. If I'm it... dating you, that's, like, all right, well, yeah, not like, like dating, you're paying for no, food, I just mean, so like... eventually you are, like, a guy would expect you to have sex, but like if I work for you, like Miss, my boss writes my checks. I'm not expected to sleep with him. No, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, that I get. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's about. it. Like you have to think about it. That's a, it's like hard to separate that because there it's because it's, it's the yeah because it's industry versus just like a normal office job but literally kind of what he's saying is is like if if my boss or whatever was a guy and he's like oh i can't hire any women because i'd be too tempted to sleep with them like that like that's wild i mean i'm sure it probably happens and that's shitty that that happens because i'm sure rick ross isn't the only person who thinks that way obviously but what if but let's say Nicki Minaj never got discovered and like Rick Ross just didn't hire or like didn't even like back in there, whatever, like just wouldn't work with her because she was too attractive. And he's scared he would sleep with her and ruin his business. But if he was really about his business and making money, like he would have missed out. Like think about how much money he like would have missed out on because he couldn't like be professional enough to not sleep with someone who's on the label. Yeah, but we don't well, really know like... I mean, I get, obviously, you're doing a hypothetical, but right. we don't know what, what, well, Nikki, <laughs> like, whoa, I like, I don't know, like, obviously, I don't agree necessarily with what he's saying. I'm just saying, as far as, like, he pretty much said, yeah, I'm not ready for that situation, I'm not mature enough for that situation, so I'm not putting myself in that situation. That's pretty much what I got from the comments. But what I'm saying yeah. is this shouldn't be a situation. And I don't know if it's a situation because of the industry they're in or it's because his ego is so big. He feels like whoever he signs, he he should be able to do whatever it is that he wants. And he can't let go of that part of his ego or whatever. Like, that's just what's crazy to me about but it. Saying that there shouldn't be a, that a situation is... Saying that there shouldn't be that situation is a little bit 
in a perfect world type scenario, right? But but that's I mean, so it has to be a perfect world for oh that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, what I'm saying. at this it point, happens, it at this point, in corporate America every day is probably happening on your job right now without a, you yeah. without you knowing about it. That's what I'm saying. Like this, he's not putting himself in that situ in that kind of situation because. He's recognizing that he's not ready for it, which I'm not. I agree that it shouldn't be a thing, something that you have to be ready for. But it's one of those things that happens and he knows. The well, he's also just assuming that uh, that a girl would just want to fuck him. <laughs> like he's assuming a yeah. lot of things in this scenario. But probably based on his experiences in the industry. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree that but he's assuming a lot. Like He's just assuming so many things by saying that. And again, I'm really trying hard to 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 empathize with the women here because like I get like I get why like if you're a woman and you hear him say this because that's what I feel like a, a girl because I feel like I could hear team like who want to fuck his ugly ass anyway or something like that like that's like that's probably what like half of these women are thinking like yeah you know like that's where they're coming from like bro you're assuming a lot of shit. Like and which I would which I would assume anyone would probably think that like uh, just because you hire me doesn't mean I'm gonna do X Y Z and I know that's a societal whatever like these are like things that come up in society because the reason I'm saying that they shouldn't obviously um, and like that's all I'm saying you're like automatically assuming um, you know that a woman's gonna do whatever and it's like no wonder they fucking hate men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get I get that. I I'm not I'm more, mostly playing like devil's advocate to what he was saying to the point that I can kind of understand not understand like what he's cuz I don't get that either. Like, as far as you're the boss, you have an employee that if you spend such and such, the last part is the part that's yeah, that's where he's got the kick. Yeah, that's where he kind of is like okay, but again, you have to listen to the interview because he they are like joking. He's talking to Angela Yee when he's saying this. Yeah, so it's like yeah. he is like really bsing around with Charlemagne and Angela Yee. But um, to that point, like obviously you're correct in this, but playing devil's advocate. I kind of understand that he's not ready for the situation. So he's not going to put himself in the situation where he's going to potentially sexually harass somebody because what he would be doing would be sexually harassing, especially, or more go down a quid pro quo. If I pay for your shows and all this and I got to fuck. Yeah. That's like quid pro quo sexual harassment. Uh, yeah. Put a bow on it. And this somehow, uh, <laughs> this somehow kind of like quasi ties into what I saw like a lot of women tweeting on my timeline. Whenever 444 came out, they're like, oh, great. Jay-Z finally wised up, but he's fucking 50. It took him like this long to figure this shit out. And it's just yeah. like. So we got to stop absolving women of shit, too. Like, they don't <laughs> do no fucking dirt. <laughs> True. True. Yeah, and the you also fuck have to take into here. account too that like, yeah, Jay Z's fifty, but he's fifty in the industry. Like, yeah. they get any girl they want until the day they die. Like, yeah. they're in a whole nother. That's realm what I'm saying. It's like hard to do apples. Yeah, apples comparison with the shit. Those same women was on the timeline bigging up Black China too. So I don't want to. <laughs> 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 
hi hypocritical. It's true. Shout yeah. out. It just depends on what's happening that day on how we feel. Yeah. Mm. Uh, man. Said was the last part of what he said was obviously wrong, and nobody should be subjected to that kind of like sexual harassment, but. Yeah. Ooh, I just keep thinking about him trying to push up on like Cardi B or something. Well, he was talking about Trina, and they were, because they asked him about Trina, they're like, you know, you have a working relationship with Trina. Like, you never tried anything with her. And he was like, he like paused for a minute. And they're like, oh, so you have? And he was like, nah. Like, he was like, she's, she, I guess she's like dating like one of his like longtime friends or had been or was or something. I don't know. And he was like, but then he was like, he was like, but I would, you know, he was like, he basically was saying like, I would if I were able to. You know, he was like, he was like, I would like to be able to come at her with that type of energy, but I can't because she's involved with someone I've known for a really long time. And he was like basically saying, you know, kind of like that weekend line, like, you know, if you ain't my nigga, then your girl single to me, basically. But I guess, you know, she was dating or is dating like someone that he's been friends with for a long time. So. But I mean, like, who wouldn't try to come at Trina? Yeah, very true. It's, it's just, I, if, <laughs> but I mean, if she was on his label, I hope he wouldn't just come at her because of that. Like, yeah, it's Trina's been around for a while. Like, you gotta think about somebody that we ain't never heard of. That's like, what I'm saying. The last part he said, he fucked up. If he yeah, just, as, even if he would have just said, I would try to or something, but he just said like, I got to. Like yeah, like so that kind of like made it a little bit worse than yeah. it made it a little bit more unforgivable than if he would have just left it at the first part. But it was just like, but if you again, if you watch the video, you can clearly tell that last part he was like bullshitting and like joking around a little bit. He didn't even say it like, um, he didn't even like put a, like emphasis on it. He just. That was like the last thing he said, and he said it like. Yeah, I don't think he thought it through. He just said no. it like they were laughing and stuff. But yeah. you gotta be careful now. Yep. Because black Twitter will get your ass. Yeah. Um, the other much the sexes on that too, but it didn't blow up as big as I thought it would. Nah. Yeah, because I didn't even know what y'all were talking about, and then I saw like Amanda Seal say like, "We been dealing with Rick Ross." pretty much time out from whenever oh, you said the Molly thing. Yeah. Um I yeah, never I haven't soon, listened to As soon Ross as every day I'm hustling come on, she's gonna be right. Nobody wanna to hear that. That's what I'm saying. This selective shit. Stop being selective. We've been done with Rick Ross. Let every day I'm hustling come on in the club when you know I had a couple of shots in Hennessy. I don't hear that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went oh man I was at a cookout. Well, we on, stand firm on R. Kelly. He is out of here. I was at a cookout on Saturday, and the DJ just straight up went into like a R. Kelly mix for like twenty minutes. And I was like, "Man, what are you doing?" He wilding. He, he was. Shit. He was wild. Because how do you, how are you a DJ and you don't know that? Like, right. It's just like damn. Everybody should have just stopped dancing. He literally. Just, you got twenty minutes of R. Kelly already in your name. <laughs> <laughs> right. He just, one song. He went on a little. It was like a legit like R. Kelly medley of like five songs, and I was just like, oh boy, mm. oh boy. 
But um, who else? Um, music stuff. Speaking of this, Drake has a, a Wayne, like a little Wayne tattoo now. That's just weird to me. I have opinions on this. I mean, I he has like, like shot it. Like he has a lot of random tattoos. Yeah, doesn't he have he like an Aaliyah, Aaliyah tattoo? Yeah, Sade. But that would be like, I don't know. I was trying to think of a good scenario. I, that would almost know, be like. Opinions? Say your opinion. I don't know. To me, it feels like if Kanye had like a Jay Z tattoo. It's weird because they're like, like okay, he has Sade and Aaliyah, but they're kind of like that- iconic legends that are like not connected to him. Like Sade is only connected to him through being Canadian, but like, but like Little Wayne is was just like his mentor and signed him and all that. So it is kind of weird. Little Wayne changed his life. Like I had, yeah, I, I sent y'all that, um, that. Instagram of that and I was like yeah this kind of weird or it's weird or I was like Drake is weird and then I went and read like Wale's post under the picture and it kind of made sense and it changed my thought on this and Wale essentially said y'all sitting up here passing judgment but Wayne fucking changed this man's life made him pretty much who he is now uh, gave yeah. him a Nobody else was really rocking with him like that. And it was like, give people their roses while you still can. It would be no different. And then he said something along the lines of, if Wayne was dead, nobody would even see an issue with this. Yeah, this- that is true. True. I mean, yeah, that- I mean so that like yeah. changed it to me. Yeah, I guess because it's Drake, everyone's it's, gonna. Yeah, I was about to say it's literally because it's Drake. Because if Nicki Minaj got a little Wayne tattoo. Like I don't even think anybody would like. Yeah, I was just trying to think of like other like what if Eminem got a Dr. Dre tattoo? I feel like people would Nobody probably. Would ha- say, yeah, I don't think anyone I don't would, think say anybody anything. would say anything. Yeah. Oh, I did finish the Dr. Dre. Oh, the Defiant ones. That. Oh man, it was amazing. That was good. It was really good. Damn, Jimmy Iovine is a fucking madman. I had no idea that he worked with all those rock people. That's um, crazy how their um, careers like parallel, but it was like yeah, different. Dude, that yeah, early like, '90s Interscope was fucking crazy. Whenever they had like Marilyn Manson and, yeah. and Tupac, like all that shit going Nine on. Inch Nine Inch Nails, yeah, Trent Reznor, mm-hmm. like holy shit. Yeah, Ooh, I bet is, their parties were lit. I didn't know Jimmy Iovine used to date Stevie Nicks too. I fucking love Stevie Nicks. Yeah, Me that was too. wild. I was like, oh my god. But then her. did he hook? So did she end up dating Tom Petty for a while after that? Is that did I catch that or no? Did I get that wrong? I don't, I don't think they dated. I think they had a weird relationship. Be- well, I don't know why their relationship. Because he like he was basically hiding her from Tom Petty. Maybe she had dated well, him before he, or something. Well, because like, he had just worked on Tom Petty's album, and I don't think he wanted Tom to think he was like leaving him just to go work with Steve. Like he didn't want it to look like they were in a relationship. Because then Tom would have been like, "Oh, he about to be with Stevie all the time. He ain't gonna be doing nothing for me." Gotcha. I feel like that's what they were getting. At. I don't think maybe they did. I don't know, but I don't. And was it Jimmy Iovine I... who wrote? Um, did 
did she write because the or did Jimmy Iovine write because the night for Patty Smith? Did I catch that in there too? That was I think um Bruce Springsteen. Oh, wrote it Bruce Springsteen wrote it. That's right. He gave it to he gave it to Patty Smith. Jimmy asked him to give it to yeah. her. Yeah, that's she, a great song. By yeah, the way. yeah, um, yeah. I love Patty Smith too. Yeah, um, she's cool. But yeah, it's also crazy that like his first job in a studio was working with John Lennon. Like that was insane. And that's what I was thinking. Like, did they like oh, skip yeah. some steps here? Like, how did he just go from barely knowing what to do in a studio to working with John Lennon? But I guess he was like, he like came in on a was it like a Christmas Sunday, and the guy was like, that's the test, basically. Like, mm-hmm. now you get to work with John Lennon. And at that point, you know, I don't think Jimmy Iovine like. You know, he obviously wasn't a name or anything then, but, um, but that was... He's a genius, and he's rich. Yeah, his wedding looked crazy, too. Everyone was in that. Jesus. So he married the chick whose husband cheated with, um, Bella from Twilight. He married... Oh. So, yeah, so... The director was married to that lady, and now he's married to that lady. Ah, wait, her her name is Liberty Ross? Liberty, yeah, Liberty something. Ah, okay. Little known fact. Damn, she's way, she, he's 63, she's 38. Yeah, yeah. He reminds me of Uncle Fred for some reason. Dude, he does, that's so <laughs> weird. He does. He is, because he used to be on, like, I think he was either on American Idol or X Factor with one of them. And I used to watch it. Do you think and, like, they look alike or always, do you think they have the same demeanor? It's, some, it's their demeanor and, yeah, it's their demeanor. Yeah. It's not the looks. They, they, it's, it's their demeanor. Yeah, they do have a lot of No, they the are same... about the same color, but it's their demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of have very similar, like, mannerisms or. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting. Somebody like one of my friends, like I've known, like I know who Jimmy Iovine is. I didn't know who, like I didn't know he was that connected in the music industry, but I know he was like really big in the movie or in the music industry. But one of my friends had like had like never even heard of him. Like that's crazy because I, I would have never heard of him if I hadn't watched um, American Idol, American Idol X Factor, whichever. I can't remember which one it was on. He, yeah, he was, on. was on. He was like a he was like a coach on American Idol for a season. Okay. I think. Yeah. Well, that's how I know him. Uh, and I guess maybe I would have known him like if I would have really read up on the Beats by Dre stuff because he was in that. Which <sighs> thanks for another reason to hate Tyrese ass. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about I that. I was like, this dude. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't tell him nothing. Yeah. It's extra. Yeah. How do you? That yeah, that was very random. He seems to be like one of those people. that's kind of like Ray J, who's like connected Just to everyone there. in the industry. Yeah, no, everybody. Um, because he was hanging out with um Reverend Run for a while, or maybe he still is. I don't know. Who Tyrese? Yeah, they were like doing tours on marriage and women, mm. whatever. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean that was. I feel like they they covered like a lot of the stuff on Dre they had covered in um straight out of Compton. Um Yeah. So, so I knew I guess it seemed like I knew a lot of the stuff about Dre, but you know, again, nothing about Jimmy. The the thing about him being in the bathroom that whole time was like crazy too. 
Um, yeah. That's fucking insane. Like being in the bathroom. Where he was just like on the phone, like making all those deals happen for it wasn't oh, like a year yeah. or something. How His long wife was, was it like going? he ate dinner in the bathroom? Yeah. That shit's crazy. Or his ex-wife. Um, he's from Red Hook, which is mm-hmm. like South Brooklyn. Um, but I would advise anyone out there to go watch The Defiant Ones if you haven't. Because it's only four hours. Um, but it's a good... It was really good. It's a good watch. Um, what else we got on the rundown here? Um, we can around... Oh, gosh. We can we can talk like ten minutes political talk here. Um, <laughs> I get like the vote basically. So they had the vote today to, re- I guess basically it's not a vote to repeal Obamacare, but it's essentially to open up, basically to open to continue to discuss right to continue to discuss repeal. what the replacement will be. Um, yeah. and it passed I guess fifty to two. There are two Republicans who voted against it. Uh, one, I think, is the senator from um, from Alaska, I believe, and the other one was from Maine. I forgot their names. Uh, but the, basically, the two women in the Senate, um, mm-hmm. or they uh, voted against it. But um, you know, everyone's making a big deal because McCain flew all the way from Phoenix to dc to cast his vote everyone knows last week he was like diagnosed with brain cancer so everyone thought he was gonna like i feel like everyone thought he was gonna fly in and vote no basically but he basically goes in gets on the floor really that? I, 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 know, I don't know I if people i think that. it was like one of those like i don't think i think it was like what people were hoping he would do basically because they were thinking why is he gonna fly all the way over here if he's you know got this terrible diagnosis just to vote Yes, when I guess I don't know if he had to be there to do it, but whatever. He had to. If he yeah, didn't, he had to be there to vote, vote either yes, way. I think you can them. abstain from voting. Apparently, is what I was reading, but but they still wouldn't have had the votes. That's the thing, right? Like Boehner, not Boehner, but McConnell. Uh, Mike Pence was the tiebreaker. Oh yeah. So if he would have yeah. abstained from voting, then they wouldn't have been able to pass the bill. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's why he. Flew in to vote yes to continue but, the discussions about repealing but, Obamacare. But, then, but they still don't have the votes to repeal it. But and here's they won't a, get the votes to repeal it. Here's the thing, right. though. After he cast the vote, he basically said the speech and he was saying, he basically said they don't have a replacement for it yet. And he said he wouldn't vote to pass the bill as is, which to me is basically saying, like, he's saying, like, I don't know. I th- I, that's basically just setting himself up so whenever he actually does vote to pass it, it he'll be like, "Well, I, I said I wouldn't, I wouldn't vote to pass that rendition of it," which they don't even know what it is. Like they literally have no idea what it is. <laughs> so they don't even know what the new bill looks like. They don't have anything. They don't have a bill. They don't have a bill. Uh, yeah. That's what. Uh, who was that? I can't remember what. Oh, it was Boehner. It was Boehner, even though he's not in the Senate. It was like, dude, there is no bill. Yeah. Like, he's been going off on them since he retired. Whew. Uh, he became cool once he retired. Yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. He's been like, I saw something he said about uh, about Trump uh, today. I was reading. He was like going off on him. But, but yeah, like this whole speech that McCain gave after was such bullshit. Like he was just. <laughs> 
Good. It was crazy. Like all the stuff you're saying about how like we need to be united and this and that and uh, like he basically was denouncing the bill that he had just voted yes to keep debating on. You know, even though there's really nothing to debate on. Like they don't have a fucking bill. Um. So I, you know. Yes, yeah, garbage. They don't have a bill now. What I'm, uh, but like. I guess what I don't understand is at what point do like, is there any point where they could repeal Obamacare and they don't have anything in place and there's just nothing. It's just like 32 million people just automatically get dropped. Man, like, is that a possibility? they're trying to delay this for two years so they can go into the, they're really trying to delay this for two years or whatever. So they can write, the um, this is what I think. So they can start writing um, the health care bill, whatever they're going to do, because I know originally Mitch McConnell wanted to delay repeal of Obamacare or vote to repeal it, but repeal it in two years. So they would have pretty much two years to write this bill so when it comes down to presenting the bill once these two years up they would have they can be like yeah we've had two years to write this bill and present it and it's probably a play just so they can use it into use it in election year to say Mm -hmm. i guess election year is next year though but so they can use it in the election year to say hey, we're still continuing to write this bill of repeal of Obamacare in order for us to be able to complete this. We need need to continue to have the representation on the Hill that we have right now. So they're going to use that as like a play. That's my thinking. That's what I think they're going to do. It seems smart to them right now. I absolutely despise McCain. Uh, I wish him nothing but miserable, however long he lives for the rest of his brain cancer duration. I mean, he keeps, Um, like, giving... I don't know why people are so enamored with him where he'll give them, like, these false hopes because, like, he seemed to be, like, a more moderate Republican, but, like, every time he does, like, he'll take, like, a small step forward and then, like, eight steps back doing something like this. It's not even a small step forward. He's just... He goes with the wind. He, He, like... And he goes with the win, but he eventually ends up voting party because, like, Marco Rubio, like everybody else, Ted Cruz, he has no backbone. For war hero, for war hero, he's a fucking coward. And I don't care how. I hope this brain cancer doesn't kill him immediately. I hope it lasts for twenty-four months to oh, three God. years, and I hope it just is miserable. I hope it's the most miserable thing he's ever had to endure. Other takes that I saw is that there were two other people who was in it who said that they wouldn't vote, and then they ended up doing it. And people were saying like, "Well, McCain never said he wasn't going to vote for it. That he that he wasn't going to not vote, I guess, or that he was." McCain never said that he was against it, but there were like a couple of other centers that, um. That did, and the two people, the two Republicans who voted no were Senator Collins and Murkowski. They are from Maine and Alaska, so I had to get that right. But um, there was there was like other there was like two other senators, I guess, who said they were gonna vote no or had like toyed around with the idea or thrown it out there that they would possibly vote no, but then they didn't. Um, Please do that. But yeah, it's just giving people. <laughs> 
false hope. But yeah, I do think that um, it's not it's not like they voted to completely pass it. So it's not like it's again there. There's nothing to pass it. They don't have a fucking bill. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna have a really like big yeah. I'm not gonna have like a huge reaction about this until they're actually saying like. All right, here's the new bill, and it's terrible, and we're passing that. That's when people should really start freaking out. I like whatever. Feel something. You can feel any type of way about what I just said. I don't fucking care because this man who's on tax funded health care just, <laughs> just got out of his bed to fly to do a vote and vote yes on. To strip other people of healthcare of yeah, a healthcare that, thing that hasn't really even failed. Like everything they're saying about it is a fucking lie. Like there are holes in it. Like it can be better, and it's easy if they just fix it. It would be better, but they don't care to fix it because Obama did it. That's the only reason they're doing it. And they're all. the ones that named it Obamacare. Yeah. So. It's know. the I same don't... bill. It's literally the same health care plan that Republicans was trying to pass under. Yeah. Mitt Romney was trying to pass yeah. and that was okay with. Right. <laughs> and it's not even a new concept. So, like Crystal said, <laughs> when that old girl tweeted, I can't remember what she tweeted. It was like, you can't attack McCain or something like that. And like Crystal said, Fuck you and fuck McCain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. Mm. It's a mood. It's a mood. <laughs> what did the what oh man, I was what did the Grizzlies coach say during the playoffs? Take that for data. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I have left on I the only thing I have left here is old juice is loose. He's back out there. Or he will be October oh, he 1st. Will be. October, right? October Yeah, they 1st. said they put him in, like, protective custody because they thought people would, like, mess with him. Dude, watching him talk, though, during that hearing, or... He's a sociopath. He it, he sounded exactly like Trump, where he, like, he's, like, he is incapable of... Admitting of, he's wrong? Yes, he's incapable of admitting his, his wrong, of... This man remorse. said he's never been in any conflict in his life. Yeah, said he's not Bruh. a violent person. He's never been around violent. Like, oh, man. I was dying. I was like, at the very least, you beat up. No, Like, even if there's still some people out there that don't think he killed her. But he definitely beat her up. So, like, what are you talking about? Like, just don't, don't give people. Just shut up. And But he is a sociopath. He's crazy. Like, he's still... He's just like Trump. Like, he's very arrogant. Like, he was up there la laughing and joking. It was just... Here, here are some of the things that he said. I've basically lived a conflict-free life. <laughs> uh, I thought I was I a good guy. I had problems with my fidelity in my life, but I've pretty much been a guy who has gotten along with everybody, except for the two people that he murdered. Um, right. I've never been accused of pulling a weapon on anyone in my life. Um, <laughs> do you not remember the trial? Uh, I was always <laughs> a good guy. You were at least accused. I was always a good guy, but I could have been a better Christian. Um, if I was Bro. to take the alcohol course, it would be more for my children, for them if they ever had a problem. My reputation is that I've always been open to the public, open to everybody. 
He says he believes in the jury system. Of course he does. Uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, he said, I would never steal from anybody and I would never pull a weapon on anybody. Um, he literally, he's in jail for that. <laughs> yeah. They got right. you a camera, video. What are you talking about? But then the guy that, like, he, they, like, pretty much robbed, like. Yeah, he testified, like, like for him. He testified, him. like, for him and was like, if, if I, um, if you needed me to come pick you up tomorrow to get you out of here, I'd be there juice. And I mean that like the people, like he's manip, like he's manipulates these people. And I don't know if it's cause I watched like the show and the ESPN thing. So I just look at him totally different now, but like they all said that he's like a charmer and you just got kind of like caught up in his web and like, you could see it. Yeah. The people in the damn in the courtroom was getting caught up in it. Yeah, that's like wanna, whenever he first started talking, I was like, "Holy shit, he's actually gonna talk himself like right back in the jail." The parole people have like a Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, they do have a Kansas City yeah. Chiefs on. It was crazy. Are uh, you coming to this with a foot? You're in a court of law with a football tie on. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I was like, with what? a former football player. <laughs> with a former football player. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, is that like a is that a sneak diss? Not even a sneak diss. Just I felt like he was doing that. Like if he if that guy would have voted no, like because I don't because I don't think it's not like it's a. I think if one person would have voted no, then like he then he wouldn't have got paroled. Is how it works. Yeah, but the thing that was killing me was like the commentary afterwards was like. So they were trying to say like he shouldn't get out because he's a danger to women and, and I'm like if any woman talks to him now they are crazy, <laughs> yeah. not and like. But he's not in jail for harming a woman. Like yeah, we all like think he did it or whatever. But that's not what he's there for. Just to be fair, like, yeah, he's crazy and psycho, and he needs to be in jail for other shit. But you can't say, like, they, they're trying to still vilify him for, like, not getting convicted for the murder. Somebody he don't need, he doesn't need to be out. He's a danger to women. Yeah. Um, he, he wasn't convicted for that. Uh, right. So, so you can't even bring that up. That's the thing. Like, they were going in, and I kept being like, and this black lady was defending him, and I felt bad for her because I was like, I know she don't want to defend him because, like, nobody does. But you got to look at it, like, in the eyes of the law. Like, he's not in jail for harming or murdering a woman. Yeah, but he and served time for it. Pretty much. Yeah. But and that's not technically, that's not what he's there for. So they can't bring that up as a reason for him not to be out. He never yeah. got convicted for domestic violence. Like, yeah, they got the phone calls and all that shit but like he never got convicted for that so they can't do it they can't even bring that up yeah and like one like you like i said he never served time for it and he wasn't supposed to but obviously the judge gave him time for it no matter what yeah because what he did should not have equated fucking nine nine to 25 years in prison <laughs> right <laughs> ridiculous but uh but like you said chris he actually did look good <laughs> yeah, he looks good for 70. He looks healthy. Yeah, black really crack. I just yeah. think that, like, I don't know, man. I think he's too much of a sociopath to stay out of trouble. Well, I mean. Hopefully he's, they... like, too old now. I mean, like, yeah, he looks good, but he's 70. He played football. Like, he's probably just, like, beat down, like, 
maybe he'll just go into seclusion because they said he was going to get $300,000 a year from his NFL pension. Like, if I was his daughter, I'd be like, Dad, you better not leave this damn house. But he's a sociopath. That's what I'm saying. You can't reason with a sociopath. Well, he can't. I mean, I don't know the conditions of his parole, but I read something that they said, said he, he can was, drink, but he can't drink to excess. So he can't yeah. basically like he can't go over the legal limit. I think he can smoke weed if it's like medicinal marijuana. Um, and I think you just have to tell them like you know whenever you're leaving the state or whatever. Like I don't think his his parole, but they did say like you know any single small slip up like you're coming back basically. And I feel like. The over under amount of time for him to have a slip up is is a new year twenty eighteen. I don't know. I just don't. I because I because I, I can see people like throwing. You know, I feel like he was in the news so much last year, and so many yeah, people got accolades I, off his shit. Like he's gonna get some reality TV show thrown at him, and that's gonna fuck him over. But I feel like too. Like uh, I like wonder seven. how the public's gonna react to him. Like yeah, he's a charmer or whatever. But we all like. If I saw OJ, I'd be like, oh, hell no. Like, I would go the other <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. I, like... Feel like, I feel like he thinks that he's still revered, and, like, he probably is to some people. But I don't even think he's revered. I feel like even just – even if he didn't kill them, like, they totally, like, demolish his, his whole persona, like, in all that – all the TV shows, all the documentaries and all that shit. And I don't think he realized that, like, what he about to like he can't just go to the grocery store he's gonna get like the dirtiest looks like but, he probably will he probably well, should be a recluse i mean he was out free doing whatever stuff for a long like because when was his but trial nobody nobody there wasn't all these yeah like the trial was on tv but he but like the time back then like nobody was really checking for oj until he did that shit to put him in prison well now. that's what i'm saying, I'm saying like, after that though like he was there he was out there for 20 years not doing a whole lot right he was laying low i guess for whatever whatever laying low yeah he, he moved that was for when he, OJ. Like, moved to florida and like he pretty much laid low but like we still didn't know like how like i feel like i know so much more about him over the past year from all the shows and all the stuff that we're like inundated with over the past year about him that like if I would have seen him before he went to jail now, I would have been like, Oh shit, that's OJ. He was still like mad popular though. Yeah, like they like they were talking about on in the thing, like he was still getting like money for autograph and shit. Like I feel like now he in the court of public opinion and like most people they think he's like it um he's guilty and they're not gonna like mess with him like who would know. watch his reality show like that's crazy i don't know because people write love letters to serial killers all the time i don't really that don't i just really don't think people care um yeah i mean there's gonna be a percentage of people that like see him be like oh shit it's oj like well like that really don't think he did it and whatever whatever like, and but age of digital media man people are gonna be seeing oj trying to catch snacks selfies every time <laughs> they see him. right i yeah. i I think I'm people. Just, I'm on that train. Every time somebody sees her, they, they don't try to snap a picture of her. I think because of all the shit last year with that documentary when it didn't they win an Oscar and like all this shit, like like I don't know, man. I just I get like I don't know. He he stayed out of the limelight for whatever those twenty years after the other trial. So maybe he will just be chilling out in Florida and this and. But if people start coming at him with these deals and this and that, and he starts entertaining it. 
not gonna I mean, be a good look for OJ. Is he deserves to have some kind of fun, have as much control fun as possible. Uh, don't get back in jail, but he's also seventy years old, so yeah, it's like he, I don't yeah. know he's gonna really be able to accomplish at at seventy as far as um, doing. Like he obviously he's done, not gonna be able to do what he did between the ages of thirty and fifty and sixty, even sixty. So right, seventy. I would advise him to just calm down, do your thing, but do it controlled. Uh, you out of jail, man. Have fun. Enjoy the rest of your days. I mean, what else can what else can you say? Like he, <laughs> yeah. why do you yeah. understand why people fucking care so much? Like, obviously, OJ's like crazy. He, I believe he killed Nicole Simpson Brown. Um, I, I also believe that. Um. Oh, buddy was racist, and the cops are capable of planting evidence. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, really Like, so I believe they had. I believe Marsha Clark had a slam dunk case, and she ran into a situation where the LAPD is corrupt, and LAPD was exposed, and she got outdueled by better lawyers, and that's. As me being in law school, that's what happens. Right. <laughs> that's our justice system. Word. Well, that's all. That's that's what I got on my rundown. Um. Unless you guys got some final thoughts, because I don't have any other than. Um, yeah. If I see pray Jesus, for our yeah. Pray for our country. Jesus, Jesus. Pray that our. Um, Republican GOP senators get a backbone and stop Trump from doing what Trump wants to do. Mm. Yeah. Well, hopefully we won't get nuked by the next time that we have to record. So, uh, that's that's what I'll be praying for this week. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch everyone next week, and uh, and yeah, we'll go from there. All right. Peace. All right. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>